Hey everyone, welcome to the Lessons in Letters podcast. It's Avery here and today I'm going to be recording a solo podcast which feels kind of awkward because I'm just sitting in a room right now like staring at a wall and not having another person on the other end of this feels kind of weird but I've been praying about this and it's been on my heart for a while now and just 30 minutes ago two of my friends who don't know each other texted me around the same time asking about my podcast or saying something about it and I was like okay God you win I'll record it but today I hope to share just my story and why I built Lessons in Letters in the first place and one of the pillars of Lessons in Letters is vulnerability and that's really what I'm going to be focusing on today. I'll be sharing stories and things about myself that not a lot of people know, only those that are super close to me, but my whole intention with sharing these things is to really reveal the whole backbone of lessons and letters and why this brings me so much oxygen in life in the first place. Before we get into anything, I wanted to say a huge thank you to you all for being such a great support, whether it's a nice note that you all send me in my DMs or if I run into someone in person and they tell me how this message or so-and-so resonated with them so much it really brings me so much life and that's what really keeps me going and I know I say a hundred times but I don't care if this reaches one person or 100 people everything that I put out has so much intention behind it and so much prayer behind it so with that let's get into my story So backtracking all the way, probably like grade school, I was a good student, but I always struggled a bit in the classroom. Things didn't come as easy to me, like literal simple addition (laughs) I was struggling with. Like I clearly remember sitting at my desk doing like plus ones, like literal eight plus one, and people would be done in like 0.3 seconds with their worksheet, and I would be lagging behind just because... I was just slower at doing things, which was totally okay. But for me, it got in my head and I kind of thought there was something wrong with me. And I even remember vividly like being on the bus and people opening up their Terra Nova scores, which is a standardized test and everyone talking about what score they got and what percentile they fell in. And they're so, they're all so sweet. And it was just so innocent. They're like, I'm in the 90th percentile. Like Avery, what are you in? And I wouldn't even bother to open up my scores because I knew that I was not in that same percentile. And I remember being upset about it. And I know, I don't think she'll mind me saying this, but I remember my sister would be upset about about hers too. My sister's a great student and she would still be upset because we just didn't score well on standardized tests. And my mom, I clearly remember her saying, all that I care about is that you're a kind person. It doesn't matter to me what you score on a test or what percentile you come in for Terra Nova. All I care about is that you're a kind person to other people. And that has stuck with me for so long. And at the same time, when I was young, I started watching these like personal growth and development videos on YouTube, which you might be like, that is so weird. Like you're so young. Why are you watching them? But for some reason, those things just made me so excited and these speakers really just infatuated me the way they were able to stand up and own a room so well and just grab everyone's attention. Like I remember watching Tony Robbins and being absolutely mesmerized. And if you guys don't know who Tony Robbins is, I'm telling you, if you need any fire for your life, you better look him up right now. 
so after college, I started my freshman year at um, a university not too far from home, but I ended up transferring from this university to Ohio State, and the reason is because I felt incredibly out of place. I miss being so close to my family, but even though this place wasn't for me, I found incredible people there, some which I consider lifelong friends, and I'm so blessed to have met them, but ultimately I knew that's not where I was meant to be during my college time, and I wrestled with that so much, and I know Callie Clorn and I, she was the first girl on my podcast, we talked a lot about knowing when to make your next move, because we both um, struggled with the transferring process, but ended up being really prosperous with it. Anyways, during my time at this particular university, um, I wasn't in a great place and I leaned a lot on my family and friends, but in particular, I looked up to this one person who had a big platform on Instagram and she did a lot of podcasts and put on a lot of personal development conferences. And I looked up to this person so much and it was actually one of my dreams to go and work for her, which fell through, which was a blessing in disguise because I probably wouldn't have created this in the first place. But during this time where I looked up to this person who had so much influence and was speaking a lot of great things into people's lives, I realized this is something that I would love to do for other people and be able to share some of my struggles and some of my triumphs and hopefully turn that into blessings. And here we go, lessons and letters for other people. All right, so thanks for bearing with me through kind of what leads me up into what this is now. So during quarantine, I had so much extra time to really dive into this and take a leap into creating my own thing. And the funny part about it is that I had already had a website built out for a couple of months where I was just planning on putting out blogs and posts and just being vulnerable for other people. And I really wanted to put it out, but I was so reluctant about what other people would think. I was like, are people going to think I'm like acting like I'm someone that I'm not? Or people are going to question why I'm doing this. Like, I don't even know if my own family is going to know what this really means until I was on FaceTime with my boyfriend Tanner and I was like freaking out. I was like, I want to do it, but I'm just so scared. And he's like, we're not hanging up the phone until you press publish. And I did it. And it was the best decision ever. And I really wanted to just thank him for helping me take that little leap of faith because it really took a lot to put myself out there. So when I hit publish, um, I launched my website and Instagram page called Vesdi. And the name Vesdi is like a play on my actual name, Avery Dixon, just like taking off the first letter of my name and the last letter of my last name. Um, I don't really know exactly why I called it that. It was just something kind of fun. Um, it was me, but without actually putting all of me into it. And so from there, I was just kind of creating content that I would have loved to see out in the world that not a lot of ton, not a ton of people were publishing. So I was putting out stuff about vulnerability and what it means to be positive during quarantine and all of those good things. But when I was making all of this content for Vesdi, I wasn't exactly my whole self. And what I mean by that is I was kind of walking on eggshells so that I didn't step on anyone's toes. 
so what I really mean by that is that I didn't share my faith life because I didn't want to be too overbearing or too much for somebody else who didn't have that faith background. But then I realized that my life doesn't make sense without God in it. And therefore I have to share what he means in my life. Once I made this decision, I did a little name change from VESD to Lessons and Letters. And ever since then, I've made a promise to myself that I'm going to be showing up completely authentic and share that part of me that really is just on fire. And that's my faith life. And while I realize that where I am in my faith might not be where somebody else is, somebody might have a much stronger faith life and somebody might not have a faith life at all. I'm just going to show up as me. And I hope that whatever I put out there can meet people in the middle. And I am definitely not the perfect Christian or Catholic. I am a hundred percent a sinner. There's some things that I still struggle with so much that, um, God is working through me with. And, um, I just want to put there out, put that out there because I do not want to pretend like I have it all figured out and that I'm this perfect Christian following God. Um, that that's not the case, <laughs> but I sure am trying. But really right here is kind of the meat of this whole solo podcast and it explains why I'm so so on fire from my faith. And this is the part that I really don't tell a lot of people because it is so personal, but like I said, I have been praying about it a lot, and I feel like it is something that I'm being called to share, so tracking back to when I was in third grade, um, I was in Catholic school my whole life, and I had learned about these people called the saints, and the saints are people that lived their life really accordingly and devoted their whole life to God, And these seemingly ordinary people experienced almost unbelievable miracles and were able to accomplish amazing things through God. And what really blew me away is that these people weren't like angels or anything. They were legit people just like you and I. And so I started praying about it and thinking about how cool would it be if God was able to work through me in the way he worked through these people that I've learned about, the saints. And I had been, gosh, I was in third grade when I started praying for something like this to come into my life. And I said this in one of my old podcasts, but it's one of my favorite things that God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And every single one of us is called in one way or another. And our calling might not look the same, but in the end, um, our whole goal is to get everyone else from this life to the next. And I really just started praying that God would maybe work through me in the way he worked through some of his saints. And one day, I'll never forget it, um, I got home from a swim meet because I was a competitive swimmer and I was kind of unwinding from this big meet and I was alone by myself. Actually, um, I was like sitting in the bathtub or something gosh, and I I was like closing my eyes and all of a sudden I saw this like extremely bright light and I saw Mary who's Jesus's mother on a like a rock it almost looked like a cliff and she was holding a lantern and she said I will always protect you 
and I open my eyes and I, it, <laughs> I'm kind of speechless right now because it always shocks me it's something that's really unexplainable and I was I wasn't scared after this happened but I was kind of just like wait what just happened to me and I vividly remember like running downstairs and all of my family was watching like football or something and I didn't tell any of them right away because I didn't want them to think I was just making something up or I was trying to draw attention to myself because that was the last thing I wanted people to think I knew something unexplainable had just happened to me so if you ask anyone that had known me at that age, they would probably agree that I was just really excited about my faith and it wasn't something that I was looking for. I wasn't looking for attention at all. It was just something that was innate inside of me and I I really couldn't hide it. And ever since then, I've just been excited about it. I've been wanting to talk to people about my faith. I've been wanting to explore how to deepen my relationship with God. And I know that some people might be listening to this and being like, oh, okay, like maybe even laughing. Like I get it. It sounds literally bizarre. It sounds like I'm making it up. And um, I actually listened to another podcast. I totally forget who said it, but somebody said true freedom is giving people permission to misunderstand you. And that's really how I got myself to share my story today because I realized that some people aren't going to understand what I'm saying and some people might judge me for it but true freedom is being able to say hey that's okay um, I know where I stand and I know what happened to me and because of that I'm still going to be so on fire for my faith and I'm excited to share what God has done in my life so ever since that moment my faith and my relationship with God has been the cornerstone of my life. It's kind of what I've built everything upon. And my faith life definitely fluctuates. Like some some months or some seasons of my life, I'm praying once a week, if I remember, right before I go to bed. And some weeks, I'm praying all the time. And um, worship music is always on. And I'm I'm just like always in constant constant communication with God and I think that might be a little bit of a misconception about people who are so on fire for their faith it's like almost an unrealistic expectation of what your faith life and what your relationship with God has to look like it's almost intimidating and I'm telling you guys that God has met me in the middle every single time whether I'm so mad at God or whether I'm so excited and ready for what's in store for God and me today like And I will say that my life is much more enjoyable when I put God in the center. It's absolutely not easy. Um, There are more challenges that come. There are more temptations that I probably have to face. But there have been times where I wasn't putting God in the center of, let's say, my work or this blog or this podcast or my relationships with other people and they were good they all the things that I were doing were good and they're benefiting me but they weren't great like they didn't have God in the center and once I decided to put God in the center it was game over and I'll tell you why there's a lot of influence in the world uh there's good influence and there's bad influence and a lot of the things I see a lot of content creators putting out is bad influence Um, It seems great on the surface level and it gives you like temporary satisfaction, but in the end it only leaves you you feeling so unfulfilled and heartbroken and upset. And a lot of times I followed this advice because it was 
popular and it was pop culture but I'm telling you when I put God in the center of everything my work my friendships my family this podcast my relationship it changed and it changed for the better I have more blessings I have less heartbreak I am more satisfied with the things that I'm doing this all said because God is pursuing you the same exact way he pursued me when I was in third grade and the same way he's pursuing me every single day. He's pursuing you in the same way. He wants you to have a beautiful life filled with happiness and joy and satisfaction. Life is supposed to be fun. That's actually a mantra that I came up with in high school because it's true. I know that there's a lot of, for lack of a better word, uh, for lack of a better word, crap going on in the world but when you put God in the center of your life and you live your life in the way that he taught you to things change so while this solo podcast was more just for you all to have a better understanding of who I am and why I built this podcast in the first place I did want to leave you just with a couple of nuggets on If you are somebody who's interested in elevating your life and having God in the center, um, I wanted to just leave you with a couple of tips on how to do that. So while this podcast, this solo podcast, was more about introducing myself to you and giving you all insight on why I built this podcast, I did want to leave you all with a couple of little nuggets on how to elevate your life with God in the center of it. And this is for anyone, whether you've never talked to God at all in your life or whether you talked to him three months ago or wherever you are. Um, start by asking God to reveal himself to you. Um, you can ask him out loud. You can do it in your head. You can write it down. And I know some people feel God's presence when they're out in nature or they meet someone and they're like, wow, God put this person in my life at the exact time. Um, I just had experience like that and It might not happen every single day, but when you feel that God has revealed himself to you, you know it. Like there's something inside of you that is like absolutely shaken. And then another thing that I want you all to ask God is to ask him, what do you love about me? And I definitely struggle with trying to decipher which voice is God's and what is my own or what is the devil's, but ask him to clearly tell you what he loves about you because I promise he loves you well um I can't believe I just spent what is it like 18 no almost 19 minutes talking to a wall (laughs) no I'm kidding but um I just want to end this again with a grateful heart and for everyone who's listened and given me feedback or given me any comments um you guys are what just give me oxygen and keep me going. And you all are a part of this journey. So if you have anyone that you would love on the podcast or any topics that you want me to cover, like absolutely no shame, um, shoot me a text, DM me, leave something in the comments, and I got you. Um, I want to be of service to you all. And I'm extremely excited for what is to come next. I have such big visions for the future and I hope you all can be a part of it. 